ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the 52nd episode of Thoughts on Films, where we are going to be conducting a discussion on the film Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, of course, I'm not going to be doing that alone, because I'm going to be doing that with my fellow Jedi Master, can I say that? Um, Mr. Muz, all the way from India. Hello, Brother Muz. Hey. <laughs> Is the force strong with you tonight, brother? Uh, are you ready to to plow on with this uh, chat about the film? I'm ready to talk about the rise of the bubble freaks. Let's go for it. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a lot of uh, freaky things going on over there. Yeah. I must say so. So that's uh, not to be ignored, of course. Um, but uh, we are going to be talking about a number of different things. Uh, before we do that, um, we do need to point out to our listeners uh, that this is going to be a spoiler-full episode. So if you're the kind of person who wants to steer away from that kind of knowledge before you have seen the film, then you might want to go and watch the film first before coming back to us. I, 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 don't, know. I, don't, I don't know, man, because, you know, I don't... Yeah, if how 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 long have Star Wars? I mean, the, the last film has been uh, played on the cinema for the last like, month, two months. Yeah, it's not it's not two months. Still fairly recent. Uh, still fairly uh, recent. Um, so uh, yeah. Unless so you're the kind of person, unless you are the person who bought and and read that script that uh, John Boyega left in his oh, bedroom yeah. <laughs> apartment yeah, in right. London. So, in which case, I'm sure you guys, uh, you will know a lot more than all of us, perhaps. Yeah. But, you know, it's, yeah, you're right. It's been out a while, I suppose. Yeah, people will have seen it. But nevertheless, uh, just giving that heads up in case there are people who want to avoid it for that particular reason. Uh, because here we go, brother. Um, the structure for this episode is going to be two halves. Uh, the first half is going to be the stuff that is good. Second half is going to be the stuff that is not so good because there's plenty yeah. to talk about on that front as well. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Surprise. What? It's a bad part. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, let's get started with our thoughts, if you will, um, and yeah. feelings. Uh, you watched the film uh, actually twice. I saw it once. Um, mm-hmm. Just to begin with, um, how do you feel about the film? I watched it twice, like you say, you know, uh, I watched it twice in two different countries. Hmm. Uh, the first viewing uh, was in KL, mm-hmm. okay, and the second viewing uh, was in uh, India, in Chennai. Yes, you mentioned that in the previous episode, how that's a bit of a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that's <laughs> quite, an, it's quite an interesting tradition to have. Um, yeah. Any differences between the two experiences? Uh, yeah, very slight minor changes, I would say, because the version that we I mean, that, 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 that I watch in Malaysia, there's a bit slight sense uh, on the LG. PTQ brief scenes that been cut off uh, from, uh, from the version that we watch in Malaysia. But in India, they keep that, that scene, which I don't see, you know, I don't know what the big fuss is all about. But anyway, that's the only difference. Mm. But in terms of uh, uh, my viewing experience, uh, to be, you know, to be direct, you know, I don't like it on my first viewing. 
Mm. I don't like it. Uh, why I don't like it, I can, you know, we will dissect that a bit later. Uh, but after second wing in, in India, I think, uh, uh, I think it feels that I enjoy it more, I guess. Mm. I enjoy it more compared to the, my first viewing. But in a way, I'm, I, I still feel some kind of uh, uh, disappointment to certain extent. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact that in general uh, I expect something more from the rise of Skywalker considering that you know it's the last uh, series for the Skywalker story arc you know it's a huge thing for Star Wars but you added that like that so mm. yeah I mean it's it's it's, it's some some in, in, in a way kind of disappoint me Hmm. It's still Star Wars. So how how you feel, man? After your first viewing in London, <laughs> well, in, in in Nottingham, to be more precise, uh, it was <laughs> a morning screening. Quite a, quite a fair amount of people there. Not not the full cinema hall. It was on the Thursday morning, so people were still in school or um, at work and whatnot. But still, quite a fair amount of people there. Uh, what I will say is that fairly quiet. I I would have thought that there would be a, a bigger, a more enthusiastic response um, to a certain extent, um, not necessarily in terms of, you know, orang tua datang and, and suddenly dressed up as a Jedi Knight or whatever. Um, there were a number of elderly uh, citizens, if you will, who attended the screening in the morning. Uh, I'm guessing quite a lot of them are watching because they were fans of the show and the film and, and the stories, if you will, in, from many years ago. But by the end of the screening, it was just, it, it felt a bit flat. It felt like there was very little by way of emotions that a lot of other people invested in the actual viewing of the film, which is strange because uh, there's, there's a lot about the film I don't like, but it was still a very emotional experience for me. It, uh, uh, or either that or somebody were chopping onions uh, at certain scenes um, or during certain scenes very important scenes, you know, when somebody is about to die or whatever, tiba-tiba macam, like, uh, behind me, it's just like people chopping onions and um, sapu vicks uh, beneath my eyes, you know. Um, so, so it got, got me a bit teary. <laughs> so, so there were some emotional bits, but but it wasn't like the scream and shout kind of emotions that I, I would have thought that a Star Wars film screening would inspire. If, if you recall your experience of watching The Avengers Endgame. Um, there were plenty of moments that made you feel like, yeah, yeah, you know, you want to scream, you want to shout, you want to like, woo, you know, you want to do that kind of stuff. But this film was not really packed uh, to the brim with these moments. So unfortunately, that uh, affected uh, the, the viewing experience, if you will. I expected a bit more of that, but we didn't really get as much of that. And so it wasn't that great simply put uh, could have been better yeah. but it could have been a lot worse either as well you know um, but yeah. not so bad I, I uh, yeah. yeah sorry I'm, you were saying I'm gonna add, I'm, sorry I'm, I'm, I'm gonna add on that you know it's true that you said that this Rise of Skywalker seems to be lacking in terms of uh, marketing and promotion what uh, I, you're yeah, kidding me I mean, no what oh, yeah. <laughs> no 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 seriously <laughs> 
All right, what's, what's, I mean, what's going uh, on? What's the Indian game over there like? I mean, is there like okay, not okay. a lot of posters okay. or? Okay. All right, let, let, let me start. Okay, let, let me put this way. I, mean, I watched it like the third day of the premiere. Okay, I think third or fourth day of the premiere, something like that. Mm-hmm. In Mid Valley, okay, in mm. Mid Valley. I mean, it's, it's like the mecca for uh, all cinematics. Eh, bro, kau jangan cakap macam tu, bro. Kau ni macam cai pasal betul lah. Nanti kalau pas marah kita kan, jana. <laughs> So the well, mecca of the music. Come on, brother. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, back 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 to what, what I'm trying to say is, hmm. there were there were not a single promotional item that we put in the area, you know, uh, in 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 the in the cinema lounge. Usually, hmm. you know, a, a movie as big as Star Wars, you have all these cutouts. You know, there's this this cutouts of uh, promotional material being decorated in the lounge area. Mm-hmm. I don't see any of that because you know, for me and my wife, it's like a tradition for us that we watch Star Wars. We mm-hmm. want to take picture at the cutouts and at promotional uh, material, mm-hmm. which usually that we put in the lounge. But I couldn't find that in really? the valley. On the third day of Rise of Skywalker, of the exactly. Wow, okay. I, I I would not have expected that. Yeah, yeah, we 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 were surprised. No, not even as even the smallest one. This there, there wasn't any. Hmm. Uh, we we were thinking like, are we in the wrong cinema or something? You know, I mean, is there any ban for embargo for promotioning Rise of Skywalker? In- well, the film <laughs> did have a kiss between two women. Which, to be honest with you, I saw the bit. <laughs> bro. It's just two people kissing. It was so brief. It was so. In fact, yeah. quite frankly, um, it was, it was nothing. It, it didn't really do anything. Yeah. It was just yeah. something that was tacked on. Oh, you know, might, we might as well be progressive while we're at it. Uh, kind of moment. Uh, it, there was no. I don't. I didn't even know their names. I mean, there was nothing really yeah. to to kind of like oh, man, indicate this to be really significant. It was not even five seconds, five milliseconds, <laughs> a, lot, a lot closer yeah. to that. And it was kind of in the background. Um, yeah, you know, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like it was a, a real close up shot of, of anything. Um, it was just a normal thing. Nothing too special uh-huh. about it. So, yeah, not, I don't know. It's, it's we, like we, you blink an eye. Yeah, if you, if you, you, you you're right. If you blink right at that moment, you, you wouldn't even know that there was a kiss in there. So, <laughs> that's, so that's the I, issue. I don't watch it again. It's pretty much the same thing. There's mm. only one single cutout, which is not very extravagant. Mm. You know, it's like, man, this is Star Wars, and there's only one promotional material that they put. Like it's like a, you know, they just put it for the sake of putting it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and the, the material is very cheap, but you know, mm. we do what we, you know, we make do with what we have. So we take the obligatory, you know. Uh, Shot together, thing. But what I'm saying is, I, I agree with you. I mean, there's quite a lack of uh, promotional material mm. for Rise of Skywalker compared to the Last Jedi, though. The right. Jedi was, you know, was, you know, it was great. But this time around, it was, it was quite quiet. I don't know. You know, probably just us or you know, different countries have, uh, you know, played down the the, mm. the, the marketing of the film. Yeah. Maybe yeah, the budget so. that based after Frozen 2, you know, is came out oh, a yeah. few weeks earlier. 
<laughs> tak ada duit dah bro <laughs> Gotta cut back <laughs> Oh man I mean, I mean This is not man, This is not Battlestar Galactica Or something Hey no. brother I I know what you mean But Do not besmirch The good name of 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 the Galactica If you will <laughs> Sorry fans I'm sorry Those uh, Battlestar Galactica Fans out there <laughs> You're right. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, there is a world yeah. of difference, of course, uh, and that's probably another discussion for another day. But, but uh, for my part, I will say that uh, I can see where you're coming from in terms of cutouts and whatnot. Uh, wasn't really that prominent uh, in Nottingham either. I watched it at Cineworld, which appears to be a fairly reputable chain of cinemas over here. Um, but I, I just, I, for my for my part, I just thought that that might have been a normal thing. It's, it might not really be a thing where people really do print as much of, of cardboard cutouts as uh, these days. So, I mean, I, I would expect Indonesia to be a lot grander. Uh, Cinema yeah, 21 would probably, definitely put a lot yeah. more into the promotion and the marketing of, of something like Star Wars, I would imagine. And in in the British uh, context, however, I, I'm not really all that familiar, so I don't know what's a normal or not. Uh, uh, so I will agree with you that uh, there was a lack of <laughs> grandness about the promotion or marketing but I don't know whether in my context whether that's just a normal thing well, or, just, or not it just yeah, you know coincidentally our experience you know probably different people have you know experience very normal marketing uh, material probably hmm. just us I don't know maybe <laughs> having said that it is in a lot of other places uh, you do see it in a number of different uh Discourses, if you will, serial boxes. Quite a number of them feature pictures of Ray and and Finn. I actually bought the special edition Empire magazine, uh, which featured three different covers, uh, all all of course featuring different aspects of the film. And, oh, and man, I so wish Empire is so here. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, yeah, the 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 print. Publication industry, I think, for for quite a lot of different uh, magazines, still very very much alive. In in Malaysia, um, it is not the most active, um, and and Indonesia is okay as well, but it's kind of heading downhill as well in some cases. But in in England, uh, just very briefly, steering a bit off course for the discussion for today, uh, you still have magazines about trains, about fighter planes, about history culture, heritage, and all this kind of stuff. So at least on that front, it seems like the, uh, there's still a, a certain popularity uh, with print publications like magazines and newspapers and such. So, well, they, they created it, so they mm. might as well just keep. Yeah. I mean, yeah that's, that's, that's the thing I like more about, about UK when it comes to uh, publication. They have a lot of varieties. I mean, it's kind of spillover effect to India as well mm. because we get a different version of... Uh, UK magazines being reprinted uh, in, in in India and being sold cheaply. Right. But I couldn't find Empire. You know, I wish I had. We have Empire here, but I couldn't find it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it is you know <laughs> it is the UK uh, a magazine called Empire. I suspect would do very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The British Empire lives in 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 that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's colonial for you. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but but let's get back to the film, brother. Let's get back to the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here we go. Uh, moments in the film that made you cry, but cry much like 
for for the good reasons, if you will, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are bits where you teared up where somebody was chopping onions um, near you as well. Um, no. Well, that's is that's is no. That's the reasons. That that's the reasons why uh, made me you know have that thought. I mean, I mean, I was disappointed in my first viewing because I don't have that uh, you know sentimental moment. Come on, bro. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Let let me ask you, okay? Mm. Let me ask you. Mm. When Lando appeared, nothing? No. No? (laughs) Come on, it's Lando called Rizian. Dah berapa tahun kita tak jumpa Mamat tu? Yeah, here's here's the thing, man. I mean, if you want to, uh, you know, bring back uh, iconic uh, characters from the original, you need to make it in such a way you know, it needs to be presented the, the, the background music, the scene and everything needs to be properly in place where you can feel, mm. you know, where you can feel nostalgic. Like yeah. how Han, like Han Solo make an appearance in yeah. the first week. You know? yeah, that was like, oh, come yeah, on, you, know? you didn't cry at that either? Yeah. No, I mean, in The Last Jedi, in The Last Jedi, I feel a bit, um, you know, uh, there's a lamb in my throat when Yoda came out. Mm-hmm. When he talked, you know, in the, in the ghost, you know, in the force, ghost, ghost force when we talk to Luke and all that. So it brings back all that memories. It's nostalgic, it's nostalgic in a way. Mm. So kind of, I feel kind of like holding back tears, you know, in a way. But when Yoda came out, it just felt, uh, probably because of the scene. You know, probably because of the scene, the mm-hmm. way, you know, the, the, Yeah, I will agree. <laughs> well, well, we'll save that for the second half. We'll save that for the second half, right? Because I'm sure we're going to get into the the darker side of the dark side, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, Han Solo appeared. Okay, you didn't cry. Um, Leia, come on. When when Leia yeah. passed, if you will, uh, and became one with the Force. I mean, okay. that's got to get to you as well, you know? Yeah. It's the last time you're going to see the princess. Okay. But I mean, certainly that that and this is the thing. Certainly that will make it uh, more emotional because this is yeah, the last that, time you yeah. would need. Uh, the reason why I bought Empire, the, the the cover I chose was the one that had Lando and Leia on the on the cover, mm. and I chose that because you know, Bila lagi, you know, you you're never gonna see mm. Leia. You're never gonna see Carrie Fisher. You're, no, you're never gonna see Billy D. Williams on the cover. Mm of magazines mm. like Empire, again, unless, you know, Billy D. Williams decided to make a huge comeback and he comes back in a film that turns out to be Oscar-nominated. But he's like, you know, it's, 
he's already what you know 60 70 something he's, he's mm. practically retired so he's like the last chance surely that mm. that finality kind of tug at mm. your heartstrings a bit tak ke <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I'm going to talk about that in the, in the, in, uh, in, in the whole wasted opportunities uh, mm. segment that I'm going to dissect later alright that's, that, that's, that's another another thing the point that ticked me off about the movie mm. uh, so yeah I mean they're going to, I'm going to cover on that later okay alright fair enough fair enough well just so you know uh I I cried at certain bits. Certain bits I teared up. Uh, when when Lando appeared, I didn't cry, but it's like, oh, you know, Lando, you know. So so I got a bit emotional. Uh, when Leia passed, uh, I yeah, you know what? Oh, just I just felt that, you know. Um, and then Han appeared. I I I felt that as well. Again, you're never gonna see Han Solo on screen in this way again so that, that was something that, yeah. that, that got and I didn't expect him to make that appearance so so yeah. I was like oh and it was like in a sequence kan? if you if you recall um, Leia dying and then Luke appearing and talking to Rey and then and then Han talking yeah. to um, uh, Kylo Ren uh, to Ben uh, all these scenes were actually quite close to to one another in the film, so so that I think that was a couple of punches to the gut, if you will, that I didn't quite expect. Um, but then the ending, uh, I you know what I actually don't like the ending. There's a number of reasons why, which we'll get to later on. But uh, but again, I felt that emotion. Uh, you 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 ne- you're never gonna see that again. You're never gonna see Luke and Leia side by side. Um, in, in, in a scene like that again um, and then the ending of the film of course that that's the ending that's there's no other ending that that uh, that that could be done in terms of having the final scene kan? you got to have it at Tatooine you've got to have it at um, at the sunset where where both suns when both suns are setting and whatnot so that's like aku terasa and the music as well I mean come on so <laughs> so at least for me I, I felt the emotions. I must say, uh, those I mean, those were I mean, the bits. Okay, so uh, there's one thing that actually re- kind of moved me. You know, uh, I think the, the the scene, the part that, that kind of moved me, mm-hmm. but I would say it's a wasted opportunity anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, C-3PO was about to get, you know, ah. reset, mm-hmm. and he said that I am looking at my friends for the very last time. So I feel like shit, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah true true I, I felt that so that's another scene yes absolutely that gold vest really you know, make me move but of course there's a bubble freak over there so like hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know whether that's saving or ruining the moment um, <laughs> but that's something yeah true that's something that we are going to get to in the second half of today's episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break for now. So don't go anywhere. Hang around. Right. The Force will be with you. Always. And 
is recording, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to the second half of today's episode, uh, where we are going to be banging on about the the darker side of the dark side, if you will, uh, the bad things, you know, the the bits that made you cry, but for perhaps for all the wrong reasons, uh, maybe not literally, but certainly figuratively. Um, uh, I know Brother Muz. I have, I have plenty to say as well, but I would like uh, Brother Muz to, to share his thoughts. And, and maybe there's, there's some overlap here where we can save, um, you know, myself a, a bit of breath, if you will. Um, you talked about missed opportunities in the first bit, Brother. I mean, can you can you expand a bit more on that? I think the whole movie is a wasted opportunity. You know? And mm. uh, the, the, the reason why I'm saying that, you know, you have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the movie, have a, I mean, the whole sequels, uh, trilogy have a lot of time where you can build an emotional investment on characters, mm-hmm. okay? But instead, because I believe, due to business decisions or whatever, it being done in a way that looks like a shoehorn, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for example, this is, this is a spoiler, uh, you know, it's a spoiler. You know, you can talk spoiler. It's right? okay. We've we've given the warning earlier. Uh, no problem. Yeah. So, I mean, my biggest problem with uh, if, if the rest of Skywalkers is the expositions. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you want to make okay, I mean, Ray being the granddaughter of all the time, it's a it's a huge exposition. Don't you mm. think that you should make that in the previous movie so you can build up in the third movie? Mm-hmm. You know, not like the halfway of the last part of the trilogy. Like, okay, you are a good of a pop time. Mm. Who cares? You know, because it's too late. Mm. You know, because we we already invested in so many things that happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like I think in the whole trilogy, I feel like Kylo Ren has much more stronger backstory that people only focus on him on what had going to happen to him mm-hmm. now that suddenly you make Ray is the granddaughter of Papa time mm. I think it's too late I think it's, it's a very novel idea mm-hmm. I like it even people I know people I know there's some people complain that you know it's, uh, you are actually emulating the original where Luke Skywalker happened to be the son or you know of Vader, you know, it's okay. It's Star Wars, you know, it's the usual Star Wars trope. Hmm. I'm, I'm buying that, but don't make that in the third movie where you know you expect everything to be uh, sorted out. Hmm. You know, so I don't have that emotional attachment to Ray. Hmm. I don't give. A, I don't. Have, I don't have any, 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 any attachment to him, uh, to her. Mm. to her characters and whatnot. I don't care whether it's the granddaughter of Palpatine or these and that. I don't know. My uh, emotional investment is more towards Finn. Mm. I was, when I first watched it, in the, when I first introduced to him The Force Awakened, which I think the best uh, series in the trilogy, mm. in the sequel trilogy, I thought he's going to be a Jedi. Eventually, in a way, that movie told him, uh, told us that he's going to be Jedi anyway. Mm. But uh, you know, he, he, that that part has been kept subtle, you know. So uh, you know, he end up being a uh, some third, not so important characters at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the trilogy. Mm. You know, just a guy who just you know tailing his friend, you know, not having any 
you know, huge expositions mm. to certain extent. I think that's a waste of a character. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree Ray with you. Being, Ray became a wasted character. Mm. All of a time being introduced in a third movie fit like, I feel like it's it just like it's an afterthought I feel like you know Papa Type introduced like in the rest of Skywalker it's just an afterthought because when Gary Fisher passed away you know they kind of mess up with the whole storyline or something like that so mm. they reintroduce uh, Papa Type right uh, I feel like it's, a, it's, a, it's an afterthought so mm. and uh, uh, but it's too late ready mm. and uh the character development of Kylo Ren I mean that also is a waste of opportunities uh, at the end of the at the end of the movie, he he, he ended up being like a Disney princess. You know, he's like, <laughs> I, I kiss you, and then he died. Uh, like hell, man. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, uh, you know, you have uh, Frozen and all that. So you have Kylo Ren as one of the Disney princess. Well, he he has the hair for it, so yeah, he has the hair for it. Yeah, yeah, he has the. I mean, I people, you know, he, he I like his character. You know, he's very fragile. He's vulnerable. He's emotionally vulnerable. I buy that, you know. Hmm. But he when he died like a bitch, so oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I I must say, um, I, I I would have liked yeah, uh, an ending that's a little more. Dramatic, dramatic. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah it, it did feel a little soft, if you will, um, for yeah. for uh, uh. Ty Loren, um, for Ben, if you will, to pass away like that. Um, yeah. I, I I see I see your points, and I agree with quite a lot of them. I think here's the thing, though, for quite a lot of these things, um, it seems like they they probably don't have much of a choice, and by that I mean. Uh, yeah, we, you mentioned the passing of uh, Carrie Fisher, and mm-hmm. that became uh, problematic. Um, of course, not just in real life on a personal level, but also in in a professional context. Where we're talking about the third film being all about her, uh, or, or mostly about her, more so than than others. Because you you see in the first one, Han, um, it was kind of like his film, and then he died. You know, um, and then Luke uh, died as well in a way in. The Last Jedi, and then the third oh. one I feel was was all set up to be about her, but then because yeah. she passed away, they oh, made yeah. the decision to still keep her in the story, but then just to work with existing footage. Yeah, uh, and and that's yeah. the thing when you have that, that's quite lim- yeah. it's it's a very limited scope. So you have to bear. Yeah. I think that's one factor, and the second mm-hmm. factor is uh, the change of directors. I I think Disney is just too concerned uh, about getting the perfect Star Wars experience out there. And when I say experience, I mean uh, film is one thing, but also the tie-ins to all the other things. So they deleted stuff like the expanded universe, for instance, uh, that that grew with the original novels and whatnot. Um, Ostensibly with the idea that everyone can, uh, coming in and and making the film, everyone can kind of start with, with a clean slate and just really be creative and do what they want to do. So there are some bits or some films that were quite good, I would say, like uh, Rogue One. I thought that was actually a good film in its own right. Uh, and it, there were some interesting um, stories and characters there. Um, even Hans, even uh, Solo, uh, the Han Solo film, I thought it was all right. I, again, probably not the best, but that probably had more to do with the fact that it came just a few months after... The Last Jedi, 
So so that sense of build up and anticipation was was lessened, and and this is the thing here. Coming back to to what I mentioned earlier about the Star Wars experience, Disney listened to everyone, and they changed course over and over. You know, all all the all, all the the films had different directors. Um, for Solo, the 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 original directors were fired halfway through. For um, Last Jedi, uh, it came out and it, it did, or you know, it did what it did. Uh, Business wise, it was good, but then there was a huge fan reaction about, oh, why is it like this, or why is it like that, or whatnot. Uh, and then Ryan Johnson left, so he he took a slightly riskier path to, uh, uh, you know, some some character development and stories and whatnot. But um, by and large, uh, yeah, that reaction came out, and then he was. Uh, not a part of the third film, um, and the third. I think the director for the third film was supposed to be Colin Trevorrow, uh, originally. But then he was removed. Uh, I don't know whether he was fired or whether he decided to quit or or, or or whatever. But then they basically, you know, removed him and brought back J.J. Abrams, and and I and I thought that uh, Abrams would have been the perfect director um, to begin with. But then, with all these other factors coming into the equation, there were just too many changes, uh, and and in the end, it's just when you watch uh, the actual film itself, uh, you think, okay, that's not great. But then you start to think, why is it like that? And you start to realize, okay, for some bits, they don't really have much of a choice. Um, they like like the scenes with uh, Leia, you know, uh, not the greatest of acting, uh, and not much that they can do in terms of the story because. Her characters would have had very limited lines. Uh, these are scenes cut from previous films. So, uh, if they weren't included in the original films for whatever reason, uh, it means that originally, uh, at some point in time or another, the director would have thought that they were not good enough. Maybe the acting tak kena ataupun maybe it was a little too convoluted kapaka. So they can't do much on that front. But then on the other front, they went a little too far, perhaps in listening to certain groups of people. Certainly, the character which like Rose Tico in the second film, um, the Chinese girl. Well, is she Chinese? I, I don't know. The Asian, the Asian, you know, which I, I quite liked. I, I can see why people didn't like her, but I actually quite like her as a character. Um, and there were, you know, she, she, she kissed Finn, if I recall correctly, right? So it seemed like oh, there's something that's going to develop here. But in the third film, much like that, there she was there, but like that, It's like there was no. I I didn't even feel like any proper tension between her and Finn. It's like in between the films, what happened? Macam doang. Did they go out and then did they break up? Uh, but they seemed like they were just nothing <laughs> together. So, um, you know. So so and and we were so invested in her for the second film and in in the final film, tak de tak de papa. You know. Um, the, the the character the 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 spy, Domino Gleason. I remember his name. I can't remember his his character's name in the film, but he was like, oh. in yeah, that's right, Hux. Huh? Um, in the first few films, he was like, oh, yeah, he he seems like a proper character. He has a role to play here at least, right? But if you want to talk people dying like a bitch, he died like a bitch. We didn't yeah. even get a close up of his face. He just, I would have thought at least yeah, he got shot and then he his body flew back. Um, on on the bridge, and then he felt at least we have a tracking shot. Get the close up, sikit, you know, move in. Tunjuk muka dia anda tak gerak ada apa ke macam. At least that would give it some um, significance 
to the death and to the character. But so these are the kind of things that I look at and I think, um, not just as a fan of Star Wars, but as as people, you and I, people who have some idea about filmmaking, you know, these are the kind of decisions I look at and I wonder whether we can't, you know, do better perhaps, or at least we would have chosen differently for different reasons. Um, so that's, that's the frustration that I got. Macam right at the end, even that last scene, I know I gushed um, uh, positively uh, earlier. You know, you can't, you can't have any other ending. Uh, and, and the last scene of this has to be on Tatooine. Yeah, true. Tapi tiba-tiba nenek itu ada, kan? Macam, nobody's been here for years. I mean, so what, you just happened to come by here on the one day that somebody just decided to... Kau faham tak? Benda-benda macam ni, aku macam... Aku tengok, and I feel... Oh, bloody hell, you know? There's, there's the film side, the film fan side of me that look at it and thought, oh, this is so nice. And then there's the filmmaker side of me that looked at it and thought, apa hal ni? <laughs> so so the, I, I got that uh, for quite a lot of the scenes. Um, and you're right, even even with Lando, you, you talked about how the character should have been introduced in a different way. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I was I was just happy to see him. But I mean, we, we could have uh, done it in a different way for Wedge and Tilly's. Oh my goodness, you know, yeah, it's Wedge. Um, but I think what two seconds, and that's it, and that's it. Two or three seconds, and then maybe another shot of him later on. Um, so less than five seconds in the whole film, and it's like, what? Come on, man! Is uh, you gotta have more of Wedge. You gotta have more of of all these other things I talked about earlier as well. So that's. That's a nila, you know. I, I I feel like you're you're right. It, it is a missed opportunity, but I think in some ways, um, you know, they could have done better. Uh, but in other ways, they just can't help it. I mean, they they had no other choice. That that's what I thought. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I I see a lot of the scenes in the movie. It's like an afterthought. Like I said, it's an afterthought. Hmm. But you put Dennis Lawson as a cameo in. At least acknowledge his characters, man. No, make a line or something, make a dialogue or something. Oh, wish Atilius is here or something. So people knows, you know. But you don't just you know show him for like five seconds, and um, mm. and I, I you know I mean the whole movie looks disjointed. It's a mess. Mm. It's it's disjointed. There are a lot of plot holes which I think deliberately done mm. because now they have Disney Plus. So plot holes mean you can create more content. To explain mm. these things, so people describe it. But for, I mean, but uh, and the business decisions, you know, kind of piss me off sometimes mm. in a movie where it can be done better. Like for example, the scene where uh, C3PO, you know, cannot translate the safe uh, language or something. Yeah, what on and, earth is that all about? It's just uh, why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I were JJ Brooks, you know, if I were JJ Brooks, why not you go back to uh, the base and have R2D2 erase it for such people? I think that would create a much more emotional scene. You know, being two friends, they have to erase his memories and mm. imagine the interaction with these two characters. But no, you have to go to this stupid planet called Kimiji or something and have this guy named Baba 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 Freak you know <laughs> do it for CGPO so that you can sell more toys I guess and the whole scene about 
you know, and to add backstory, which I think again is an afterthought. Mm. Uh, the backstory of for Poe, Poe Dameron. Well, in the first, in the original Star Wars, nobody knows about the backstory of Han Solo, and nobody cares. And still, he's a cool character. Why you need to create one sequence, one part to explain the backstory of Poe Dameron? Mm. It's not very interesting anyway. Mm. Turns out he is a smuggler, which is coincidentally as follow surprise. So you know, it's, it's not nothing new. You don't need to have a backstory for them, right? Mm. And the whole thing about Bubba Fett. I like Bubba Fett. You know, I think he's like the best characters out of the rest of Skywalker. <laughs> Even best of the new character, because yeah. I, I, I'm sure <laughs> Emperor Palpatine will have something to say about that. Um, <laughs> I made my comeback, and I'm not on the list, brother Moz. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I was surprised. I mean, I, I, you know, I think even I, Magnum, was surprised. Like, you call me again for what, man? <laughs> oh, you have to be in the movies, man. Carrie dies, and somebody have to feel the big, uh, you know, emotional characters gap in it, and you have mm. to play the part. You know, so, you know, whatever, man, I played. So, you know, I think he, even he, have to, you know, he might, might be, you know, more than welcome to play it again, but mm. I think. If he be introduced in the the last Jedi or something, and the position being done in the second movie, yeah, it would be great. And like you said, you know, I another problem, huge problem that I have with the Rise of Skywalker is there is no acknowledgement and no reference at all. They don't care for whatever they've been established in the last Jedi in the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Rostico, there's been things going on with. Um, Finn and all that then suddenly he just like uh, some uh, characters you know he's like that guy from the Lord of the Ring who happened to be a cameo in that movie yeah that's it's another like thing that. uh, <laughs> Dominic Monaghan I mean yeah. like, what I the yeah. he, he, he gotta have a number he doesn't have a number I completely I forgot think, about yeah. him you're right I think the, the only time that you will know his name if you, if you check the IMDb then you know what his name the name of, char- of his characters no, bloody but from there there's no name same like the, the two lesbian kissing characters you know you don't know what her name is and eventually she's been in the whole in the whole three movies but nobody mentioned her name mm. I might miss it but I don't know her name but anyway so this is the thing that you know I mean yeah, uh, I miss opportunities Alright. Uh, well, know, at the very least, that scene will give people an opportunity to just kiss randomly at you know Star Wars conventions. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no kissing here. No, 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 no. We we are you know cosplaying as the characters from the film kissing each other. So yeah. But all jokes aside, you're absolutely right. It's yeah, a shame, a shame. I mean, like I say, I mean, I think if if you ask me, I mean, the best Star Wars movie. In the sequel or the sequel trilogy, I would say Rogue One is the best one. Mm. You have you have a complete package, you know. You have good storyline, very straightforward, easy to understand storyline. A bit, uh, you know, tricky. I mean, a bit wasted, very minor wasted, but everything, all characters represented very well. Mm. There's a there's a fan service. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the fan service is there. So, for me, Rogue One is the best for me. Mm. Out of the hole, followed mm. closely by the Force Awakens. Yeah, and I can actually dismiss. I think I like the Last Jedi 
in, in a way. And mm. I think uh, the Rust of Skywalker is the weakest link, which is a shame. You know, it's the last movie that closed the Skywalker story arc. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, we've, we've talked about the reasons why, but but yeah, I mean, nevertheless, uh, just to round up this episode, if you will, um, all the same, yeah, an emotional experience and something that had to happen. Um, and, you know, maybe it could, I don't know, maybe on some level, maybe we just have too high expectations that no matter who made the film or no matter if... Carrie Fisher did not die because it could be that we might still end up being disappointed but yeah yeah because now that uh, you know Star Wars being owned by Disney which is a very uh, aggressive business entity they try to look it uh, as much as possible that's something that's might be why the film being made that mm. way I would I, I don't think even J.J. Abrams uh, you know had uh, a good experience uh, doing it because mm. you know he being called last minute I, I think if he being informed that hey man we have to do the whole three movies man. I think the, the sequel will be great I will enjoy it mm. because he had that kind of uh, of spirits and uh, of uh, creativity and uh, approach where Josh Lucas and Spielberg combined, you know, the mm. old 80s, 90s type of mm. uh, Hollywood blockbuster directors. I like him. I like his. I mean, people have problem with him. People people have problem with his uh, popcornish uh, approach to his movies. But mm. I, I enjoy his movies. So I think he can do better in the yeah, for the rest of Skullcrow. But I guess uh, being called last minute to replace. Colin Trevorrow and then a lot of uh, business station intervention by the studios kind of limiting his ability to produce a good uh, to make a great Star Wars movies I think what Disney need is someone like Kevin Feige who does the Marvel films and they just need that one guy at Disney who do all the Star Wars stuff and I have the perfect suggestion I hear he's not doing anything now He's got a lot of time uh, on his hands. He knows a lot about Star Wars. Uh, a man who goes by the name of George Lucas. <laughs> just let, just let him, you know. Just let the master work his magic or the force, if you will. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can imagine, right? You know, like, you know, Kathy Kennedy and you know, all the you know, Disney student executive. We did a showrunner like Kevin you, you know? We don't have one. That's what they said. Uh, George Lucas, you know? Yeah. He's home in, Sky, in Skywalk Ranch, you know, scratching his balls and all that. <laughs> You might want to call him back. Come on, uh, man. Don't don't say that about him. I'm sure <laughs> George, is, is, he's rich enough. He probably would have somebody else scratch his balls for him. So, yeah, yeah. It's, ball, it's ball of gold, ball of gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his football, his football, not not his uh, not his scrotum. Come on, listeners, what are you thinking about? My goodness. <laughs> having, having said that, having said that, mm. having said that, now that you know, after having this disappointment with uh, the sequel, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, you know, I'm just saying I'm, I'm disappointed with the direction that they've taken. Mm-hmm. Now I can feel some kind of, uh, 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 you know, uh, 
a new appreciation towards the prequel. Mm. It's like I understand why prequels were made like that. You know, like, you know, Jolga, now you guys see, when I make the prequels like that, you complain, you say it's a wooden thing. <laughs> now you look at what happened to the sequels. Now you're going to watch my movies, my prequels again. I'm going to make it 3D and release it on DVD, and you have to pay triple. So, yep. And now we will yeah. start to like Jar Jar Binks again, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, you know, uh, the, the 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 level of annoying between Jar Jar Binks and Babu Freak. People should say it's just Babu Freak. Yeah. <laughs> Very less screen time. <laughs> yeah, but a little yeah, cuter, yeah, I, maybe. I feel I, I feel like I have the kind of uh, new appreciation towards the prequels. I might I might be watching it again. Yeah. I might be watching it again. Ah, well, the that's prequels. another. Another series of podcast episodes, brother. I'm sure. <laughs> but for now, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's that. Um, we've we've run way over time, but no worries. Uh, still not too long. Uh, we've we've had our feel of Star Wars chat, and I hope that you guys will have uh, felt somewhat satisfied with that on some level as well. Um, thank you very much, brother Moose, for joining us all before, the way from India. Yeah. What time is it that, uh, over there now? All right, man. Uh, before I. Before we end this uh, session, I would like to wish everyone and you a happy new year, man. That's right. It's already because, the new year over there in India. What time is it there yeah, now? Uh, now is uh, we uh, seven minutes into the new year. Oh, right. Year. Okay. Well, it's yeah. 6.30 <laughs> over here. 6.37. Um, so, so still some way yeah. ahead. Um, you guys are of us. But yeah, um, happy new year to you, brother. All right, um, All right man. Hope we, good, uh, hope we have a, a good one and uh, we're going to be uh, seeing you again very soon I hope uh, for another episode yeah. of uh, Thoughts on Films both uh, you right. Brother Moose and the listeners and the new year yeah. <laughs> yep of course okay, Whatever, <laughs> okay. thanks everyone right. um, have a nice right. uh, year uh, we'll see you soon bye bye I just want to play unplug for the day and live in the moment cause I'm living life in Yeah